You are listening to the Enormo Cast. The Enormo Cast invites you to join former guest and friend of the show, Luke Mihal, on his personal journey from the stifling confines of life in the Midwest to the wide open spaces of the great American West. In his new book, American Climber, Mihal lyrically recounts his discovery and love affair with climbing, the desert, and freedom. If you're wondering where all the soul climbers have gone, then look no further than Luke Mihal's American Climber, available at Amazon.com or get in touch with Luke himself at ClimbingZine.com. I'm sure he'd love to chat. Hello these past few months, I've been trying to get you, the listener, to support the Enormacast by buying new climbing shoes from Sportiva. But I realize that many of you have some tried and true kicks, filthy, held together by shoe goo. And they'll probably have to pry them from your cold, gnarled, calloused feet when your heart finally gives out on you while you're soloing the Enormodome or whatever. But did you feel that chill in the air this morning? That coolness that'll start to draw the masochists from their dark, dry-tooling lairs? Well, Sportiva makes mountain boots, fruit boots, or if you're a Honold, crampon-ready sneakers to get you up the gnarliest, iciest project your semi-dormant limbic cortex has dreamed up over the happy days of summer. So it's probably time to start shopping for those if rock climbing is just too fun for you, and they've got trail running shoes for your pre-masochism masochism. So if you want to support the Enormacast, but you don't have any need for finely crafted, high-performing climbing shoes, then go check out their other wares. Sportiva.com or your nearest outdoor retailer, the Enormacast and Sportiva, like two bros in a bivy sack. Listen, uh, uh, where are you playing in town? You, are you playing here? We're doing the uh, Enormo Dome, whatever it is. It's terrific. Oh, it's yeah, a big place. That's out. not a town. That's a big nice. place. You sold it out. I'll see. We really should. Look, you better get up there before you panic. Those pens are loose. You're very good. I have really enjoyed climbing with you. We'll make it. I don't think so. But we shall continue with style. Good weather. Bad weather. Now or later, anytime. Today's show is brought to you by Black Diamond Equipment. With support from Maxim Ropes. And the fine folks at La Sportiva. And don't forget our charter sponsor, Bonfire Coffee. Go to bonfirecoffee.com and enter Enorma at checkout for a discount on great coffee and to support the Enorma cast. And now back to the show. Hello and welcome to the Enorma cast. This is your host, Chris Kalouse. It is August 25th about 10 o'clock a.m., doing an a.m. intro. I think the a.m. intros are more brief, so you can look forward to that. This is episode 111 of the Enorma Cast, a conversation with rock climber Brad Gobright. And the only business I have, a little bit of business, is that there's a chance. It's not 100%, so kind of debated whether even I'd talk about it, but uh, it's getting close. So if it happens, um, I want you guys to know about it. So watch the Facebook page for confirmation. But there's a rumor 
that uh, I'll be up in Devil's Lake for the Cragen Classic at the end of September. The the American Alpine Club Cragen Classic, which is hard to get out of your mouth, Cragen Classic. But uh, it's at the end of the month, September 30th, I believe, or the 29th or the 31st. Is there 31 days in September? I don't know. Look it up on the internet. It's at the end of the month. I've not sorted out all the details, but there's a good chance I'm showing up there. So again, Facebook page is where the information would become solid. Go anyway, whether I'm going there or not. If you live in the Midwest, uh, I've been to a couple Cragging Classics, and uh, they're good, good gatherings of the tribe. Very much climbing-oriented festival, not out of control, not too much crazy stuff going on at them usually. Um, they're definitely just for climbers. So uh, check that out. Just Google it. I'm sure there's like some link on the AAC website that gets you there. But Devil's Lake Craig and Classic. That's how to find it. All right. And again, check out the Facebook page. If I am going to be up there, I will confirm on that. Uh, but go anyway. I mean, well, well, you live in the Midwest. You got to go to a climbing festival that's like within a thousand miles of you. I think it's just the way it works, all right? Brad Gobright, I've known for quite a few years. We, we go through the usual how did we meet talk in this thing. And the main thing that's important about my relationship with Brad is that I've admired this guy for quite some time. He was a young, super excited, super amped up climber when I met him, just sort of figuring it out, cutting his teeth on the road for the first time. And he's become uh, quite accomplished, and very quietly so, I think. His name's been popping up here and there, especially with some crazy free souls that he's been doing and some speed climbing. But he is keeping the trad dream alive. And you know how I like that. You guys know that I like when younger climbers are keeping that dream alive. It's, it's much more common to go down the sport and bouldering path for young climbers. So when somebody's out there taking big old whippers and fiddling in gear. I like that. I think it's impressive. It's an art. And sometimes it feels like it's a dying art, but then people like Brad Gobright pop up. The other key characteristic to Brad is that uh, he's just, he just seems to be a happy guy. And he looks at climbing with psych and with joy. And, you know, he'd probably be embarrassed me saying that, but, but the joyfulness with which he approaches climbing is so refreshing. You know, he's not just weighed down by the meaning of it all. Is that a veiled insult? No, I don't think so. He's just overcome with psych and he's in the prime of that kind of climbing. And it was just fun to sit down and talk to a guy who is that genuinely excited about climbing. So that's what we talk about. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Just sort of a light, fun conversation. Although we talk about some serious shit, but uh, you know. He doesn't dwell on it, doesn't weigh on him. He just moves on. So that's awesome. All right, here we go. Conversation with Brad Gobra. Hey, folks, as you know, Black Diamond is one of the major sponsors of the Enorma cast. And while the money they've handed me has disappeared into the dark hole of debauchery, they also hand money over to some important organizations like the American Alpine Club, like the Access Fund, and like the Nature Conservancy, the people who control a major part of Indian Creek. So when you're spending your money on new gear, consider the fact that not only do they make great gear, but they're also trying to protect the places that you're going to use it. Black Diamond, proud sponsor of the EnormaCast. Orange County, right? Orange County, yep. 
Your mom's still live there? You're talking to your mom today, right? Yep, talking to the mom. She's yeah. still down there? Yeah, she's still down there. Yeah, the folks folks live there. Are they together? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they stuck it out. <laughs> where, where specifically? Oh, uh, the city of so, Orange. It's kind of a little more inland near right, Santa right. Ana. Yeah. yeah. I, I used to live in Costa Mesa. Oh, cool, yeah. So I kind of know the zone. Ten minutes from there. Yeah. Depending on traffic. Did you ever climb there? You uh, The um, Rock Creation? Yeah. Yeah, climb there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I worked there. Oh, really? Yeah. When did you, you work there? I worked uh, I worked there, well, maybe you were probably like riding your trike around still. Um, 1995, 96, I That's think. That's right when I started going. Really? Yeah. How old were you? Uh, I was like eight. Yeah, that was uh, that was the place to go back in the 90s. Yeah, so you started going there when you were eight. Yep. Is that like, yeah. was your first climbing experience or? Yeah, well, I started climbing um, at the climbing wall in REI, you know, off off the 55 there. Sure. So, and then I was really into that. And then uh, my parents took me to um, Rock Creation and then I uh, started doing like the summer camp when I was a little kid. Okay. Did that whole thing. Huh. So, yeah. So, yeah, you yeah. might have rolled right past me. Yeah. Yeah. No, probably. Yeah. You probably checked me in and stuff. Yeah. I don't That's... know. Have you seen um, Inertia? Um, no. Inertia one and two. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm in the first one, like doing the arch. Oh, really? Yeah, as a little kid. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What are the uh, climbing movies? You think they're online? Um, no. Uh, probably not. Probably yeah, not. This probably is not. DVD days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so you started climbing, and you were in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Um, just this total like yeah. suburb kid. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Growing up in the suburbs. When did you um when did you sort of realize that you were gonna uh gonna bolt and like hit the road and uh, uh become a climbing bum? That was in two thousand eight. Yeah. Yeah, two thousand eight I uh started oh I kinda started going to like community college mm-hmm. or like, you know, high, like thirteenth grade. Right. right. You know, and like um <laughs> yeah, and then quickly just dropped out. Well, I, I had the plan to like go work in Yosemite, right? Um, which I did for uh, summer and fall, and then uh, they, I came back to attempt community college for another year, and then just quit after like a month and went back to Yosemite to work, uh, cleaning rooms at the Iwani Hotel. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, stop. Okay. I'm gonna change one thing here. Yeah, it was awful. It was great living in Yosemite, but that job was. Just cleaning hideous. rooms Oof, really bad really bad even at yeah. the iwani even at the iwani right. yeah yeah it's nasty it was really bad so but um it was it was cool you know my i was i could see you know, somebody falls from my right from my little room i i i cleaned rooms actually for a little yeah, yeah. so it's um, yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah but it was you know i, I found that like because I, I did it here in salt lake actually mm-hmm. at the rustler and alta mm-hmm. okay and um it was a pretty like a wealthy clientele and okay. so yeah. they didn't seem to get like hmm. you know you aren't finding needles and stuff at yeah, least. yeah but the iwani it wasn't the same huh? it's just a grim job yeah i mean i guess it wasn't as bad as like yeah, it wasn't finding needles or anything but there was a lot of uh poop pee vomit yeah, and right. other stuff <laughs> so. so how so you lasted a season there or did you make it through um, the season? Two, uh, two seasons oh, okay. yeah yeah two seasons um the second season was a bit longer and uh, and then, yeah, after that, I just kind of fully hit the red. I was full mm-hmm. on dirtbag. Mm-hmm. So. so in terms of growing up in uh, Orange County and your mm-hmm. folks and yeah. uh, their dreams for you, um, mm. how, how were you, how were you uh, 
How, how did it go over that? Like, hey, I'm just going to drop out of college and hit the road. They, they down with that? Uh, yeah, well, no. I mean, I mean, they're they're more accepting of it now, but you know, there were there were some moments where they weren't super stoked, but um, it wasn't too bad, you know. I um, they could see that I was like really happy with with what I was doing, so um, yeah. But you know, there's a little bit of disappointment, you know. I, I wanted to be a firefighter. That was kind of the the big thing, and just. After high school, I was like, yeah, I just want to rock climb. Okay. So. Yeah, well, it's not too late to become a firefighter. Yeah, yeah, probably probably not. So we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, this climbing thing will last forever. You'll be fine. Yeah, right? Yeah, um, totally. yeah, I'll be climbing when I'm 70. <laughs> um, so when did we meet? Do you remember? Yeah, well, um, probably through Mason, right? Mason yeah, it was in, uh, when Creek. were you guys down in the creek? You were fully Ooh. like... You were fully ensconced in the creek. Yeah. It was a season the three of us went up and did... uh, 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 Yeah, Winter Takes All. Winter Takes All together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which was an awesome, fun day. That was a fun day, yeah. That I recount uh, lyrically, as it were. Yeah, it was an on-site and two flashes. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty rad. Yeah, Yeah. it was like one, two, three, and then we stopped climbing for the day. Yep. Which was like... I remember us like going up there. We didn't warm up on anything. Mm-hmm. We yeah, I just went for it. Just did it. Mega flash pumped. And then, uh, yeah. and then we were like, "Well, should we do one of these other routes up here?" And we're all like, "Nah, yeah, yeah screw it." So yeah. I think we a, went bouldering, right? Yeah. There's some boulders at the base. And found fun. like a bunch of petroglyphs and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember about when that was? I can't. I want to say we're it was 2010. Yeah, it was yeah. probably around. That was that. one of my first visits to the creek. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you were like fully cutting your teeth then still. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. a good send. Yeah. You well, know? you like Mason floated it and you you sent it and I was like, "Oh man, I got to like perform now." <laughs> so, other I think I feel like otherwise I would have just been like hanging up the well, whole Well, I remember you had like the worst gobies on your tips yeah. in the world and you yeah. still like still kind of went for it and yeah. a lot of blood. I got yeah. a good picture of you like getting all aggro on it. Yeah, yeah. Cuz you're like in total pain. Total pain. Yeah. So, yeah. well, I'm glad we inspired you yeah so. yeah that was good that was good that was really good it's rated 513 in the book yeah yeah, yeah probably not know. i mean at the time i was like oh yeah i was full on 513 <laughs> i was telling my friends you know yeah for sure but that's kind of the creek for you i think yeah. a lot of those splitters are, i don't know it's just the same move over and over if you yeah. can do the move and you have the endurance you can probably send it yeah so anyway but that was a good day but also i mean i i i tend to make fun of you for this all the time so one of these mm-hmm. days you're gonna tell me to shut the fuck up but, <laughs> but I just, I mean, so I'm, you know, obviously a lot older than you guys. I'm climbing in the creek a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm no longer like that guy that just shows up there and stays there. Yeah. And so I kind of was like, I sort of barnacled onto you guys' scene, like mm-hmm. your picnic table with like yeah. piled, heaped yeah. high with all this crap. Yeah. And I just recall your habits, your nutritional habits. They're like not just the being best. shocking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like, it's bad. A, Half a bowl of Fruit Loops and, <laughs> yeah. and like you were ready to go. Yeah, uh, little Debbie's. Yeah, little stuff. Debbie's. I mean, they're so cheap and they taste so great. Yeah, yeah. I'm you know, a little better now, but eh, not not too much. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'd, so I have a girlfriend, so mm-hmm. that helps a lot. Sure. And then, um, you know, I'm not quite as poor as I was then. And, okay. You know, and I'm kind of you know getting older, so I can kind of feel it when I've had like just donuts for breakfast. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and you're and you've also like. The big thing that's kind of fun and uh, for me is that you've like come mm-hmm. so far in your climbing since then. Yeah. I mean, and it's only mm-hmm. like six years, yeah. but uh, you know, it's kind of just fun that I could go up and like, you know, climb this route, mm-hmm. 
you know, and you're like, oh, now I have to climb it because <laughs> he did it. Yeah. And I think those days are gone yeah. for us as yeah. a, as a, as a pair. I don't think mm-hmm. it would go like that anymore. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's totally cool because, you know, as like your name's popping up all over the, all over the internet mm. or wherever, as you, I hear about the stuff that you've been doing, it's like, mm. yeah, man, I knew that kid when he was like, <laughs> just living his car eating Fruit Loops yep, and like Loops, yeah. figuring it out, you know, yeah. like climbing in the Creek and climbing your first five twelves probably in yep. the Creek. And yep. then, you know, this five thirteen yep. yeah. up there, but yeah. you, you know, you went on to do some other hard stuff down mm-hmm. there, that trip even. Yeah. So yeah. Air Sweden was the big one. I really wanted to do it. Oh, I don't, cool. I don't think I sent it, but, uh, it took some big 40, 45 footers on that really? one. Really? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so where does yeah. that come from? Like That was a uh, return to sender. You yeah. know, back when I was in high school, uh-huh. I was I just watched that over and over and over. And uh, that climb in particular would just kind of stood out, you know. The big run out, that was just fun. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. but where did that, like, so you, you started climbing in gyms. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume you started climbing outdoors at yeah. the usual places, J-Tree and all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. So where did that uh, that kind of head come from for you, do you think? Well, you know, I it was the Masters of Stone videos. Yeah. Growing up with those and just seeing guys like Dan Osman and like Ron Cowick and John Backer just doing all that, like, kind of uh, those, that, those bold ascents. And, right. Um, and, uh yeah, I don't know. Like the, I, I competed a little bit, but like the whole gym climbing thing was fun. But I really just wanted to get outdoors, and you know, I, I did quite a bit. Like my parents would take me to, um, you know, Joshua Tree and places like that when I was growing up. But uh, you know, no one in Orange County, no kid my age in Orange County rock climbs, so I, I wasn't really getting outside too much. And um, but then in high school, I met uh, someone who rock climbed, my buddy Dustin Bird, and he was also kind of into that like trad climbing thing. And we both got our licenses and started driving. And I mean, that's just kind of what we did was like mm-hmm. Idlewild and Joshua Tree doing like the trad climbing thing. And, right. um, you know, the big, the big dreams were in, you know, Yosemite and Moab and places like that. So Dustin, what he was out there too, wasn't he on that trip? Yeah, yeah. I think he was. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Totally. I remember that cat too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he's a good guy. So, yeah. So <clears throat> let's, let's go on to like, uh, or let's go on this, this path of, I mean, not just trad climbing, but mm-hmm. like. Um, you know, being willing to take these giant whippers, yeah. and you've also gone on to do quite a bit of free soloing, yeah. And yeah. Uh, again, like in terms of the way you started climbing, the way you approach climbing, like when did you sort of discover that part of you, and like what you know, how did it mm-hmm. kind of manifest itself when you first started soloing, and and uh, you know, because not every climber's got that. Like yeah. it's it's definitely, I always say that most at least dude climbers. I can't mm. speak for the ladies, mm. but go through a, at least a short phase mm-hmm. of like free soloing. If not super easy routes, at least, you know, getting yeah. up towards, you know, maybe mm-hmm. like their limit, but not quite their limit, mm-hmm. but it's usually kind of short lived yeah. for most guys. Yeah. So what, what does that look like in terms of, you know, realizing that's something that you're into and pushing that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, for the free soloing, I think it was more just because I just, you know, it's a good way to just go rock climbing a bunch, you know? So Mm -hmm. when you're, you know, you, you get up in the morning and you can't find someone to climb with, you could just go free solo a bunch of stuff and you get a lot, lot done, you know? And when you're just by yourself, like Mm -hmm. running laps and, uh, you know, places like Joshua tree or, you know, Eldo especially is awesome for free soloing. And no, um, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. 
well, you know, matter of opinion, I guess. <laughs> Joshua Tree yeah. has always been like the land of free soloing. It is really good. Yeah. You know, yeah. like up and down, short little routes. Yeah, all like, like kind of close together. Yeah. And just no, wandering the desert. Not a ton of commitment. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Eldo. I know. And I know yeah. that's where you've done a lot of rad stuff yeah. without a rope and with a rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe it's, I have this like, that's where I started trad climbing. Yeah. And so, you know, for like, Two years, every time we went there, we, like, got terrified. <laughs> yeah. And so I think I have this, like, psychosomatic reaction when mm-hmm. I walk in there of, like, being sort of gripped. Yeah, it's a scary place to and climb. And it's, like, slippery, man. Yeah, it's there's some slippery rock. Yeah. Definitely. So, anyway, yeah. sorry, I interrupted. No, that's fine. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just, like, it's the, the trad, like, the, doing runouts and stuff was, you know... I think just came from those videos, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's always kind of what fascinated me. Right. And, you know, when I got out of high school, it was like, like, you know, I think air Sweden was like one of the first kind of big run out climbs I did. Mm-hmm. And I just had so much fun on it. And I'm like, Oh, I'm finally trying this climb that I was so inspired by, you know, when I was younger. And, um, so yeah. And it's just kind of stayed with me, I guess, right. you know, doing the, doing those track climbs, track climbs. And right. Yeah. And I've seen some videos of you like doing some hard stuff. Yeah. That's sort of terrifying. Yeah. 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 So what do you, I mean, give us a little bit of a thought process. You know, mm-hmm. I've talked to a few soloists mm-hmm. uh, about it, but mm-hmm. like, I mean, you know, I've talked to Honold and he's sort of the, the kingpin yeah, of he, free soloing absolutely. and he's got a very unique personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think he's at least on the surface seems quite a bit different than you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, what 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 are you sort of thinking about when you're sort of, when you're you're thinking like, especially it seems like free soloing pretty close to your limit, or yeah. is that a is that a uh... well? I feel like when when I'm like some of the harder solos I've done, mm-hmm. I've you know I've like climbed them so many times, right. and by the time I'm like you know I've I have them so wired that they feel like super moderate. Right. Um. I mean, yeah. Usually when I'm soloing, it's because I just want to go out climbing, right. and um. But uh, there have been a few like kind of bigger ones where I've, you know, I've thought about it and I was like, well, that would be kind of a kind of a f- good one to like work up to. And right. uh, and yeah, it's kind of what I've done. Like, you know, hairstyles and attitudes in Eldo. I climbed that thing about 50 times before okay. actually soloing it. Right. You know, it was one of those climbs I'd always throw a rope down and run laps on just for the fitness. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, finally I was like, man, I'm like, I can do this like with my eyes closed without climbing shoes, you know? Right. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to just solo it. It had never been soloed before. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I haven't been too into it right now, though. Okay. I don't know. I just, well, now, did your accident happen with or without a rope? Oh, that was with a rope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. sure because I, I, I guess I, I don't know why I saw, like, I saw all the stuff post yeah. and never really heard the story. So let's, yeah. as long as we're talking about it, let's dig into yeah. that. So you, you, I mean, this was last year? Last year, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, so I was having, like, a full-on, like, kind of danger season, I guess you could yeah. say. Like, I don't know. I just, the free soloing was, I was really into it. You know, I was I was, I was was soloing the Naked Edge every few days. Like, I could go door-to-door in, like, under an hour from where I was living in Boulder. Okay. And then, um, and then there were a few kind of harder trad climbs I hadn't done yet that, you know, before I came to Boulder and mm-hmm. in the summer, I was like, I'm going to do those. That rates. was, like, one of my first 511 leads. Oh yeah, multi pitch. Okay, so like you telling me that oh, I know it's edge. like yeah. I mean I know it's a pretty common free solo for mm-hmm. a lot of people, mm-hmm. but it it just automatically like makes my palms sweat. Like, yeah, it terrifies me. Yeah, there's a few. Spots and I know there. you've done like way harder, yeah. but I don't know. It's just 
those like uh. yeah there's there's a few moves that are you, you gotta kind of know get the beta down before yeah. before going for you're it you're not recommending it uh, well Don't you know yeah no I, I guess i don't recommend soloing to anyone but right. um so anyway you got your danger season going yeah yeah and um it was just kind of building up to this this climb that i like broke my back on and uh the whole time cedar cedar's filming it cedar it's got like a, he's gonna do some video on all this climbing and um, so it was perfect. We got some awesome footage of me breaking my back. So that'll be really cool to watch. And, um, yeah, it was like the season was coming to an end. It was getting really cold and, uh, some bad weather was coming in and I, I thought Castle Rock was going to close for Falcons. It, it doesn't, but I thought it did at the time. And I was like, man, I, if I'm going to do this, I got to do it soon. And, um, I had worked it, I'd worked out the super run out kind of dangerous part a whole lot. And, like knew what I was going to do if I did come off. Like I, I had the way I was going to fall and the gear was right. And I was, I felt ready, but then there's this really tough boulder problem in the beginning. That's only protected by this nasty cam placement, but it was only like 15 feet off the ground. So I didn't really put a whole ton of thought into it. And, um, yeah, so I went for it and sure enough, like I came off the cam popped and landed on my butt. Well, first I landed on my ankle that broke and then I landed on my butt and just compressed, uh, two of my vertebrae. Um, which, you know, it didn't, it didn't actually hurt super bad, but, you know, I felt it, I felt like the spine kind of shrink a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was rolling around on the ground, like, you know, cursing, but like, it wasn't actually that painful. Okay. Surprisingly, I thought like a back break would be really painful. Um, I, yeah, my ankle actually hurt a lot more. So, and I actually chipped a bone in my elbow, which I didn't even realize till I was out of the hospital. Okay. So. Is it still in there? Um, you know, I don't, I don't really feel it. They say yeah. they, they just, they break yeah. down. Yeah. I feel like that's run. maybe what happened. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Did I didn't have even, anyone look. I didn't it. even tell the doctor. I was <laughs> like, ah, oh, screw it. It's just going to be like more bills coming in the mail. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably gone. You're probably fine. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's fine. <laughs> I could cut it out for you. Yeah. Just after <laughs> the show here. Yeah. I got my Swiss army knife. Oh, right. yeah. I mean, how much do you charge? You know? <laughs> well, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about that the recovery. Mm-hmm. I mean, were you once they, you're in the hospital mm-hmm. and they told you you have this this com, these compressed yeah vertebrae yeah yeah. So what was there? I mean, I get so many stories mm-hmm. from climbers who break anything, mm-hmm. and at some point the doctor like just assures them they're never going to climb again. Like it just seems like. That's always part of these stories. Did yeah. you get that at all? You know, he was, you know, the doctor was like, yeah, you know, you should be good to go in like three months. And okay. I was like, man, this guy might not really know what rock climbing, you know, really is. And, right. You know, I'm like, you know, doing like big whippers and stuff. So I was like, oh, maybe not. But surprisingly, the back healed super fast. Uh-huh. Like I, I, um, I had the back brace on for five weeks. And I took it off, and you know, I started doing like, uh, like hanes, like dead hanes and stuff on the mm-hmm. on the, uh, the, uh, hane board. Right. Um. After like two weeks, and yeah, it, it healed really quick. And you know, I so I started, I well, I went to after two months, I went to the valley and started climbing again. That's kind of when I started climbing outside again, and uh, it was a little, it kind of hurt a little bit maybe, mm-hmm. but not really. And now at this point, it just like I don't feel anything. Right. I took a big whipper in Smith Rock a few weeks ago, and I. I kind of felt something, but after a day it went away. Uh-huh. And then you know the ankle, the ankle kind of took a little longer. Right. Um, and uh, so yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I kind of lucked out. Yeah. 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 It yeah. seems like you kind of shook it off a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was did cool. It, did it fuck with your head at all? Um, well, and man, I was raging in Yosemite. I like it first, like the first couple runs of Bell Cab were like a little frightening. Um, but after a while, I was used to it. And now I'm in Squamish, kind of doing some, um, you know, like free climbing, like mm-hmm. like single pitch free climbing, and that's a little scary. I don't know, like doing like f- taking whips on gear. Like mm-hmm. I was on a real famous route called 69, and you take some. You could take some good whips on this little nut, and it was terrifying. So I right. actually just ended up like not doing it because it was kind of scary. So okay, yeah. So it is in there, maybe a little bit. Yeah, it's still in there. Okay. Definitely, it's kind of going away though. Right. I don't know. I it's, took I took a really big whip on uh, the shadow, right. really famous corner. You know, I was like five feet from the top and took this big whip into the corner, and it was like it was totally fine. My back didn't hurt or anything, okay. and I was like, all right, that was that wasn't too bad. So. that's awesome yeah (laughs) i mean you know like it can i mean really bad accidents like that not only physically but also mentally can Mm -hmm. totally whack people out for a while well i'll tell you i i have not been that stoked on free soloing i don't know okay i um actually man i well i don't know i shouldn't tell the story maybe i like i actually the first time i've ever been like kind of sketch soloing was in like a week ago in Squamish and they just jumped on this like 510 at, uh, in the smoke bluffs and it was kind of the rock was really hot and I was kind of like a little tired maybe and I just told my we, me and my girlfriend were climbing I'm like hey, I'm gonna run up this one really quick and she was just like whatever you know I'll just draw because she's I mean she's watched me solo a lot before and it was like I don't know it was weird so I just wasn't feeling very sick like the rock was kind of hot so mm-hmm. my rubber wasn't sticking great and it was it was kind of like I was chilling up there for quite a while, chalking my hands over and over and finally just did it. And, you know, I'm sure it wasn't a big deal, but like in my head, it was like, man, that's the first time I've ever like been free soloing and like kind of like, whoa, this is kind of dangerous. And like I got down and my girlfriend like had her hand on her mouth with her eyes all huge. She's like, you looked so sketchy. Oh, really? Yeah. And she then you could see it too. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. apparently there were these these folks right near her who were like saying like, dude, that guy looks sketchy. He's going to die. That's stupid. You know, and, yeah so all right so you're getting a little feedback from the universe yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah, so. that's good yeah i'm just i don't know it's weird right. so that was yeah i haven't really been doing much free soloing so are you are you good at backing off i mean can you down climb these things yeah i've, I've you know i haven't really done much backing off because usually i'm like totally secure right, when i'm right. going for it and um on that one you're doing kind of a weird sequence of moves right off right off the ground mm-hmm. and you kind of step up on onto the climb and you're you're immediately like kind of exposed above the ground because you step off a boulder right and right away i was like i pulled that move and i was like oh i'm not going to down climb that i definitely go into the top because i'd be safer so that kind of messed with my head a little bit sure right. and um could, yeah so yeah i kind of guess so i already went in there like like oh this kind of sucks i'm not going to be able to down climb that but uh um yeah yeah I don't know. I, I don't think it was before that. It wasn't so much. I was like nervous to go solo. I'm just haven't been that psyched on right, it. Right. And now I'm like kind of nervous to go solo. Oh, so oh, <laughs> yeah, screw you're free ruined. soloing. Yeah. Oh, well, screw it. I'm sure your girlfriend will be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think, I mean, geez, I, I, I mean, soloing, I think is so much more in our, our sort of purview now. Mm-hmm. I mean, thanks to Honold. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's weird because it's like, wow, we're all super uh, amazed at what he does. Mm-hmm. I think in a lot of ways, it's also like, I don't know, like kind of dulled our, our yeah. like, amazement at the same time. Yeah, no, know? absolutely. And yeah. uh, because, I mean, in, in years past, and Eldo's always been a place where mm-hmm. people solo. 
forever. Yeah. There's been yeah, you know, it's been a real famous spot for that. But it's it's always made me nervous. Yeah, to there's see a lot it. of people going in there with just their chalk bags. Yeah, nowadays. and it yeah. and it it makes me nervous to see it because you don't know the person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I know it's you, and I'm like, okay, I've seen him free soul. You know, videos this and that. That's way yeah. easy. You, you don't have that assessment. Yeah, and there's and and Boulder in particular has got like you know there's a lot of bro climbers there. Mm-hmm. You know, so well, you know, the Bastille crack is like really easy. And then there's like these really sandbag like five seven or five eight moves at the very top, right? You know, so yeah, I don't know. One of these days, well, I'm sh- <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and I've also when I have had my stints of free soloing, mm-hmm. like I said, all guys do almost, and uh, it was some in J Tree because mm-hmm. it's just I don't know, it just feels obvious yeah. to eventually climb some of those things without yeah. a rope on yeah. to me. Um, and then I used to do big roots in the park in Rockman National Park when I was guiding up oh, there. Oh, cool! Yeah, and that was also that same thing of like, well, you know, I can go and do Hallets yeah. and be back down here like by lunch. Yeah, you know, no, totally. After. Yeah, you climb, so you can climb so much quicker. Right, it's right. so much fun. Yeah, yeah, just some like cliff bar in your pocket. And but you know, the other set. thing is, I never liked to be seen doing it. Hmm. Yeah. Like for some reason, if I knew someone was there, yeah. Um, because a lot of times they would get concerned Yeah. because again, this was like, I think, you know, I think it's common now too, but it was a while back and, you know, to see someone free soloing was pretty rare. Yeah. And, uh, and plus you're soloing a lot, or I was soloing like on Lumpy Ridge on a lot of easy routes. Mm -hmm. And so you're around sort of the beginner Mm -hmm. intermediate climbers and they get really freaked out. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's the group that like, it's like, whoa, dude, that's badass. And then there's like. The other group that like they don't even say anything, like they barely even notice you, and then there's the the group where they they're kind of pissed off, yeah. you know, like they're I don't know, I don't know what the deal is. They're just like kind of angry because you're know? being irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and you're upsetting them, mm-hmm. and they feel like, well, if you fall, then I'm gonna have to go like deal mm-hmm. with your ragged bodies yeah. or whatever, you know. Like, yeah. I mean, because I felt that way when I see people doing yeah. really sketchy shit with a rope. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like. Let's get out of here before yeah. we're like involved. Yeah, in what's about to happen? <laughs> like those here. guys at the smoke loss, I guess that's what they did. Yeah, they were they probably just like, oh, man, let's get out of here. Yeah, before this guy hits the ground and we yeah. have to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's weird, but I guess yeah. I don't know why I'm bringing that up. I I, I was just wondering if that any of that stuff plays into your mm. ideas. I mean, shoot, you've been shot on film doing it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I guess that was, that was kind of weird getting getting into that. I'm like I. Like this season when, when Cedar was filming, I kind of had already had all these objectives and he was like, he came to me, he was like, yeah, man, it'd be fun to do a film. And he's like, you know, if there's any like cool climbs, you know, I I kind of want to make a film on free soloing and I thought you'd be a good person to come to. And I was like, well, yeah, I've got these like these climbs that if you guys want to be there to film it, you can. And I don't know. I I feel like I didn't really mess with my head okay. at all. So. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever been filmed with a drone while free soloing? Yeah, yeah. Yes, not... Cedar Cedar got busted for it. Oh, in, really? In, in the in Aldo. Oh, okay. Yeah, guy with a megaphone came up and like was telling us we had to come down to get, it's get our ticket. Illegal to use a, a drone in, in yeah Aldo. in a state park, oh, okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think that's reasonable, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Was... Those fucking things oh, well. <laughs> like, they drive me nuts. Like, there's oh, no they're, way yeah, I can free solo with yeah. one of those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I'd be like, oh, it's gonna get out of control and come and like mm-hmm. cut me to pieces with yeah. its little blades. Ooh, that'd be that'd be a bad way to go. Like, think about that next time. Yeah. There's a drone above you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't think they're that dangerous to run into you though. Yeah, they they seem really light. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, but it could happen. Just mm-hmm. like cut yeah. you to pieces. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, well, let's move on then to uh, we're talking about your El Cap. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of like your jam out there in Yosemite. Yeah. And you just recently did three routes mm-hmm. on El Cap in a day. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, by hook or by crook, or were you free climbing? Um, I so uh, I was doing all the free climbing mm-hmm. and like sometimes French freeing, whatever right. was easiest. And then Scott Scott Bennett, the guy I was doing it with, was doing the, all the like the more technical aid climbing. Mm-hmm. So, um, what'd you guys do? Uh, we started on Zodiac at two p.m. and then uh, climbed the Nose at night and the Lurking Fear in the morning. And okay. Finished at like one something. So, yeah. do you keep uh, meticulous times when you're doing? Sp- you're like one day's on there. Um, you, well, so uh, me and this guy Jim Reynolds, we we did the nose like uh, I think four times together that season, okay. and we were kind of cutting off an hour each time, and um, yeah, so we by the end we were kind of we were kind of doing that like really looking at our times, and it was cool to be cutting off so much time each time, and um, actually the last day I was in the valley, we were talking about trying to do it really fast, and I actually called Honold and got all his like beta that him and hans had and mm-hmm. he seemed stoked to like give it to me and and I, I told jim i'm like dude i'm ready for this if you want to do this we should do it you know like we like i'd climbed the nose i think uh eight or nine times that season and so i think we were both really ready to go and like last minute he's like man i don't know it just seems kind of full on and i'm sort of burnt out and okay. it's probably a good thing and i was like well maybe next season or yeah. something so yeah you mentioned yeah. maybe being a little burnt out yeah, so, yeah, by the end I was kind of getting right. burned out. I, I could have kept going. Right. I wasn't that burned out. Sure. Yeah, it, sure. it was. A, it was. I mean, I had spent two months not climbing, mm-hmm. and the energy was so high when I got to the valley and man, it was like just raging and just being psyched the whole time. And the nose, doing the nose fast is like the most enjoyable thing I think I've done in climbing. Really? It's just so enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge hole in my resume. Oh I've yeah, never you gotta climbed, go do it. I've never climbed the nose at all. You gotta do Slow it. It's so fast. much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's not that it's not that bad, it really isn't. And I think my personal—we were joking earlier. I think my personal L cap speed record's like five days. Five days. So, Oof. dude, that's way harder than doing it in a day. <laughs> you got to haul all that crap up there. Ugh. It is. It is. You're right. It's funny because it's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, it's just such this humongous shift in mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those guys were speed climbing. It was kind of starting when I was there climbing. I was just still doing like the NAR. Yeah. You know, the s- slow boat to China kind of yeah, routes. Yeah, kind of tougher aid routes. But yeah, but the the, the, the flip in just approach and, mm-hmm. and kind of, and it's not even just like logistically the approach, but the mm-hmm. attitude, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, it's pretty amazing actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, Warren Harding, you know, like yeah. I would probably lose his mind oh. to know that shit's been done in a couple of and yeah. a half hours or whatever. Yeah. So so yeah. Let's go back to your three your mm. threesome. Your your uh, yeah. Did well, you guys have some sort of good marketing name for it? Oh, not yet. No, I don't you know. We'll see. The threesome Something, would be threesome pretty that, cool. Yeah, like yeah. the hot summer threesome. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm just throwing. Like I'm, we're just spitballing yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, so. get these good ideas. Yeah. Um, just bring that back to Gramici. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'd be stoked on something like that. Well, so originally I was like, before I broke my back, I had these plans to, for free climbing. And, um, and, uh, but then after I broke my back, I was like, man, I'm like really out of shape for that kind of thing. And I, I tried to do Golden Gate in a day when I first got to the valley. And that was like one of my first climbs that I did after like the injury. And I was like fully healed by that point. But like, man, my fitness was just like my free climbing fitness was kind of gone. So I, I figured my season for that was kind of was kind of shot but um dave alfrey actually came to me to try to like talk about doing the link up and 
but he uh, injured his finger and he had a bunch going on. So uh, I went to Scott Bennett came out for a few days to climb the nose with his girlfriend and he was about to leave. And I'm like, dude, just stay like another few days and we'll do this triple link up. And Scott's like extremely motivated and he's the guy I go to for like these speed climb triple link ups. And like, you know, I, I, I called him once from Zion. I'm like, dude, you should come out here. You know, he was in Boulder. I'm like, you should come out here. And we'll do this like quadruple link up. And he was like, all right, dude, I'll be there tomorrow. I'm going to get a ticket. I'll be there tomorrow. And, you know, he, so he does that kind of stuff. And sure enough, he was like, yeah, I'll stay another, another few days and we'll do this. And sure enough, we like, we did Zodiac once together to kind of like, kind of get that one wired and then, um, then just went for it and uh-huh. it all worked out. So what, what was the time in the end about? Um, it was like 23 minutes and it was like just over 23 oh. or I'm sorry, hours. 23 right. hours. So we didn't yeah, do it in course. 23 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah. So Zodiac went really quick and then the nose was a little slower. And then, uh, lurking fear was just kind of like, we were both sort of zoned out and yeah. just going through the, the motions of it. And, uh, yeah, I think the, the crux for me was just staying awake. I was, I was awake for 37 hours, um, that whole, for that whole deal. And, um, yeah, by the, the upper half of lurking fear, I was just exhausted. Like the body was kind of work, but man, I was just sleepy. I just wanted to right, sleep. Right. Yeah. So yeah. How, how much risk do you think is involved with that? Do you guys ever feel like um, out f- there or you just got it? Or are you just cruising? Eh, well, I feel like uh, as we were getting more tired, I feel the lurking fear was probably the most risky. Right. Uh, yeah, I was like doing a lot of French freeing on the steep cracks. Like the the free climbing, I was doing less free climbing just because I was so tired. And mm-hmm. like they're like like dead vertical 512 cracks that I just was not going to be you know pulling free moves on so it was like free climbing like uh, or i was french freeing with uh with the cams and just getting really run out to try to save the the can we you know we had a pretty light rack yeah because it's pretty mm -hmm. uniform those those pitches aren't they Yeah, yeah yeah well there's this one pitch it's like almost entirely number fours and i had done lurking fear before and i remembered it as number threes uh huh so we took a number three I'm like, I'll just walk it the whole way, but it's number fours. And so I had to do the entire pitch with no gear. There's like a piton in the beginning and, oh man. And you know, number fours aren't like super casual, or at least for me. I don't know. I kind of put forth a lot of energy to climb those lands and it's pretty steep and I was really tired. And, um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was a good time. So you have been free soloing. You just happen I, to have a rope. Well, yeah, that's that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> so when you guys, uh, you said you talked to Honold about mm-hmm. like his beta for the nose. Yeah. And what were what do you you said you did it four times with Jim? Yeah, I think yeah. it was four times. Yeah. Yeah. What were your times about in that? Um, we did. Uh, so we did like seven and a half, six and a half, five and a half, four and a half. Right. So the 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 last time we had was four and a half. Right. Yeah. And so what? I mean. You don't have to give give mm. away the the secret, but yeah. like, what are just a couple things that I mean? How do you possibly? Yeah. Like, well, simul climbing. Yeah. Is big, um, and then uh, like like I I always go to um the great roof. That's like my chunk, and then Jim would take over to the top, and uh, I know like every single piece of gear. So knowing right. like really getting it wired like all the holds and like knowing where I'm gonna put each cam and stuff like that is it was big you know and I, like I would even kind of like arrange it on my harness like that in that way and sure. um, so I you know I think simul climbing really helps and short fixings is nice but like the simul climbing just kind of goes really fast and sure. you know having having little micro tractions here and there for extra safety is nice so. right yeah, yeah cool yeah. yeah I've talked to a few people about that so, someday I gotta at least mm-hmm. climb it. 
yeah. in 24 hours. Yeah, no, you should. Yeah. You really should. You'll see how much easier it is than doing it in like four days. Well, I would yeah. never do it overnight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those days are gone oh, yeah. for me. So. Kind of brutal. I mean, the only the only overnight missions I've ever done on El Cap were with Mason on the Heart Route. And, right. Ugh, it's just like hauling sucks. So... Yeah, well, let's talk about that. You had a multi pitch or a multi year project mm-hmm. free climbing uh, on El Cap, El Cap with Mason yeah. Earl. Yep, yep. That was, um, I think it was like uh, we had two seasons where we were like trying it, or maybe three, and then we kind of took a break. Well, we gave up. We were like, it's just like too much work. And then uh, you know the Don Wall came, and uh, Mason like called me, and he was like, let's 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 do it, man. Let's go do it. And I was like, Oh, because of the Don wall. And he's like, no, no, no. I just want to like, I just want to do it. So it was totally the Don wall. That's why he wanted to like, he got motivated by that, I think. And, uh, yeah. So we went back in, um, last year and, uh, we did it. Yeah. I think we were both like quite a bit stronger mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I, I didn't though. Right. Yeah. I, there was like 10 feet where, um, it was like a dyno where, I, Mason would like extend himself off these cramps and like kind of get his toes on all these smears and then from the smears kind of jump over to this jug and I just like couldn't quite reach those those smears with my toes and mm-hmm. tried to like work out a ultra difficult slab bit like lower down but it was like totally not going to happen and so I just gave up and kind of did a little uh, swing over to the jug right it's kind of a bummer yeah but um whatever it was good yeah it was fun yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh so did you guys, did the president call you or did you guys get, um, uh, yeah, Bob, Bob didn't no? call me. No? We were, we were waiting for it. You know, you're like, Hey, Donwall, yeah, like, yeah. check it out. We just freed El Cap. Yeah. Like, does anyone care? Yeah. Is the New York times going to call us any, any minute? Is yeah. that what's going to happen yeah. next? We're like, where are all the reporter trucks and yeah. stuff? Eh? Oh, well, we just weren't around. Oh, well, yeah. is it a good route? It is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there's, you know, like a little bit of cleanup probably still needs to be done here and there, but it's uh, like the, the pitches after the heart roof, there's like, you know, the heart format, like the heart shape, and then mm-hmm. on the, it goes out of the far left side of the heart, and like coming out of the heart, and then those pitches above it are just spectacular. They're really steep, the rock's good, and um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, the, the roof pitch especially is, I think, just really good. Uh-huh. So, so, yeah. So what do you think the potential, uh, I mean, we keep... I think people keep wondering if, you know, stuff's running out on El Cap mm. for free climbing. What do you think? Mm. I mean, there's not as much as there was like 10 years ago, right. but uh, I don't know. I'm hearing about little little things here and there. Like, you know, he, uh, him and Nick Barry are trying to do Never Neverland. Yeah, they're over on the left side. Yeah, it yeah. looks amazing. It looks really cool. So Jim Reynolds and I climbed the South Bay in the nose in a day, and uh, we wrapped their lines. They had lines going all the way up the route. Mm-hmm. And so we wrapped those, and I got to check it out. It looks incredible. Um, yeah, there's, I think there's going to be this really run out, like, 514 pitch on it, though. Like, maybe, I think it's the Crux aid pitch on, on right. that route. And, right. But, oh, man, it's like the splitter seam. And it looks like there's just enough holds for it to go. And, yeah, it looks really cool. That's yeah, cool. So. And then, like, I've heard of stuff kind of near the near the mirror wall that might might go. Mm-hmm. It seems like the right right side definitely probably still has potential. There's a lot of, like, holds and stuff over there. Yeah, you know, but the problem seems to be, I think is the is the sort of you know stick in the mud of not mm-hmm. adding yeah. bolts yeah it's to tough A-lines. it's really tough yeah you know because yeah like literally i've hooked out pitches mm-hmm. over there mm-hmm. and you're hooking on edges like yep. that are bomber yeah and they're relatively large yeah. i know there's 
And I've talked, I mean, you know, the aid rant aside, like most of the hooking you do on El Cap are not on the tiny crystals that Mm -hmm. supposedly exist up there, you know, with the exception of wings of steel, I think. But most of the time, especially on the right side, because it's steep, Mm -hmm. it's you're on pretty big bomber edges when you're hooking. You're just going forever without any protection. Yeah, just copperheads. Yeah. Or nothing. Nothing. You know, when you're like doing like smooth (laughs) hooking. Yeah, yeah. But... Every one of those hook moves is like a, a, a handhold. Yeah. yeah. But what are you supposed to do with that? Yeah, I guess just run it out. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that's like easy to Roots say, but these go. are like some serious mm-hmm. runouts, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. a bummer because it's like, I mean, I don't know. This is the place to get into it, but mm. like this reverence for the past like the sanctity of all that, like yeah. it, ju- it definitely sometimes gets under my skin a little bit mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, it's closed now mm-hmm. for, it's like, I don't know. It was like if we were all still, you know, driving Model Ts <laughs> and like no one was allowed to drive a Lexus, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it kind of bums me out like, yeah, because there's definitely potential for some, would be for some wild, crazy stuff totally. over there. But uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, I, I forget what the aid route's called, but there's, like the Huber version of the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got this gnarly A5 route going up through it. And the, it, it kind of shares a little bit of climbing for, for a minute on these like copperheads. And it's like, man, the climbing would be really good. Like you were saying, but yeah, I'm not going to like clip into just copperheads the whole way. So, right. Especially yeah. if it's like 514 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah maybe someday. Right. And that's <laughs> yeah, what someday. the, that's what the, the other side says. Mm-hmm. Like maybe someday they'll, they'll, people will be able to climb that well. And we have yeah. to sort of leave it for them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know though. It's pretty mm. rough. Yeah. So, have you ever free climbed the the zodiac? No, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that nipple pitch is supposed to be really, it really, looks, really hard. Has anybody repeated it? Yeah. Um. Let's see who's done it. Uh. Well, Tommy's done it, right. and the Hubers have done it, and I don't know. Someone else did it. I should probably know who, but I forget. I, Nick Barry tried it, and he said like the the smears for the nipple pitch are like just heinous, and you can't see where you're like crimping under the mm-hmm. nipple because your head's like above it so you gotta like remember where your hands go you can't see where you're and then of course you like, you gotta like pre-place like uh knife blades up in there or something like that mm-hmm. so it just seems like kind of a process to do that pitch right but it looks cool yeah it does look really cool so yeah the hoover's got some cool stuff i really want to go to uh, el corzon right yeah yeah they, they got the they had like the open canvas to a certain mm-hmm. extent yeah you know those guys like they really they're the ones who flipped the that mentality mm-hmm. about free climbing up yeah. there. You yeah. know, like a hundred percent it was those guys. Yeah. In yeah. first for whatever reason, like Todd and Paul ten years earlier mm-hmm. and Lynn, Lynn, like they didn't it didn't flip the mentality the way that yeah. the way that the Hubers did. Yeah. I don't know. I mean I think with Lynn it was just everybody just was like, well she's superhuman mm-hmm. and I can't be like her. Yeah. So I'll just keep aid climbing these things. Yeah. But for some reason, everybody said, "All right, those guys are doing it. We can. Yeah. Other people can go up yeah, there and start cool. doing it as well." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe because they they lived amongst amongst the little people in yeah, Camp Four, yeah. So right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Sort of showed them the way. But yeah. Um, so what's your? Yeah, I mean, you're you're like into super speed climbing. Um, yeah. And but you're also into trying to free these roots as well. Yeah, well, you know, this season I was kind of more into the, the speed climbing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm hoping next season it'll be more like focused on free climbing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's kind of why, why I'm in Squamish right now, just to get back in shape. But um, yeah, speed climbing's fun. Like right. doing the naked edge of Scott is super fun. It's like a 
just a quick little like you guys have been it's like your nose like that you've been like whittling yeah. seconds off of yeah, it. yeah it's kind of silly yeah. it really is it's it's like running up the approach and like climbing shoes and just doing all that kind of stuff but uh Honestly, I wish it was just the climb that had the record, not like the stupid approach and descent where you're well, like, who decided you're coming, that? I don't even know. Probably Scott. Oh, okay. But yeah, you're, you're like, <laughs> you got to like run down, it? you got to run down that, that stupid descent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're like stumbling and like falling back. And, you know, like it's just, you kind of got to use that, that like gravity just to take you down that descent. And right. it sucks. And doing it in climbing shoes is just no fun. But um, but the climb, the climbing is actually incredible. Like doing it so fast like that, so yeah, it's fun. But um, um, and then yeah, doing and then doing it on the nose is just so when he's awesome. you've got the car to car, is that? Yeah, bridge to bridge. Bri- oh, There's bridge the bridge. bridge you cross right. the bridge there. Yeah, right. so you, you got to start on. It. You got to start on the plaque. You know, like in the middle of the bridge, and then the timer oh, starts. Oh, the plaque it's in hole. the middle of the bridge. Yeah. yeah now, yeah. are you the only two playing this game, or are there other people? No, no, it's um uh. Uh, Stefan, um, mm, Jason Wells, and Stefan. Yeah, I'm spacing on his last name. Right. I should totally know it. That's kind of dumb. But uh, yeah, they they actually have the record now. They um. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. They took it. They took it back from us, and which surprises me because they're they're both like family men, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, I thought like after we retook it from them, they're like I was like yeah, they're like. They're not gonna. They're not gonna take it. And then they actually took off like twenty seconds. So, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if Scott and I will try it again. I mean, I'm not living in Boulder anymore, so. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll go back and, and try to grab it again. But I don't know. <laughs> how How fast is it? Um. Let's see, it's like twenty four minutes and twenty twenty three seconds. I think. Yeah. Twenty something. But yeah, uh, they they so they get they took off a good chunk of time. You know, yeah. we we had it at a. At twenty four fifty seven, so just under twenty five minutes, um, and yeah, it's it's getting hard to to take off bits of time, you know. Sure. You know, yeah. you, you like you know your your rope kind of gets stuck for a second, and you're screwed. You're you know? done. You may as well just give up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that's so fun. I, it's actually I never really thought about it, but it is like this like super micro version of the mm-hmm. nose. Yep. Where you yep. guys are like literally down to like, well, we we're two seconds faster than you. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna got you guys are gonna have to get some sort of uh, like laser mm. computer, mm-hmm. maybe like yeah. a little like the uh, like the <laughs> just to make, make sure it's like you yeah. Know, so like accurate. when you break the laser mm-hmm. running across yeah. from the bridge, that's when the mm-hmm. the, the clock starts. And that's when it starts. Because if <laughs> you know, because you're talking about like I just read that piece in Rock and Ice about uh, Hans realizing that to stop his stopwatch took him like seven seconds oh <laughs> because he would he would put it like it was something about putting it into a different mode so he didn't knock it while he was climbing and oh, shut it off oh that would be a bummer so to get Jeez. it out of that mode and then shut it off yeah took him seven seconds yeah and honald was like dude that's a waste of time <laughs> yeah but it really would be a mm-hmm. huge i mean yeah yeah so yeah i think like uh alex was saying like Hans is actually kind of more into like placing a good amount of gear and like keeping it safe. And then Hans was like, dude, that takes too long. Yeah. You know, he's just going up there with a few cams. And so I think yeah. he was like leading most of it. So. Yeah. They figured it out. It's, yeah. it's, uh, there's a, a, he just came out with a book. Hans did. Oh, really? Oh, um, cool. Or it's about to come out. Um, oh. and they excerpted a chapter in, mm-hmm. in, uh, the magazine. Cool. This month and yeah he talks about that like Connell's like you can't yeah. bring all that gear yeah yeah <laughs> he's like yeah, yeah but I want it yeah so anyway yeah. 
Well, cool. So what, I have another question for you because you were like, uh, you were like, a, you know, a full, like, dedicated road bum when I yep. met you. Yep. Like, saving pennies by eating Little Debbie's. <laughs> You're in some pretty crappy car. Oh, yeah, I still am. Okay. Yeah, I still drive that guy. The okay. 94 Civic hatchback. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's... Rolling. That's a good gas mileage yeah, rig. Yeah. So it did. You it can't sleep in it very well. Yeah. I mean, I have, and it really sucks. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, you know, it's good gas mileage, and I, I can keep all my stuff in there. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm a little less dear bag. Right. You know, I've, well, you I've, have a girlfriend. I've got a girlfriend now, so That's a big that helps. Leap. That is a big leap. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. We actually we actually had a house together in Vegas. Oh, you know, so I was living in a house. Bourgeois. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. It was incredible. Actually, it was so much fun. We were paying two hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For. Yeah, we had two other roommates, and it was a great deal. Fifteen minutes from Red Rocks. Cool. But yeah, I was, I was a, yeah, I, I'm still a, kind of a climbing bum, but not as, not as, not as much. Well, what I wanted to ask you was, is that the you've done this kind of, um, little bit of a movement into professional climber. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're here at the trade show, and uh, yeah. you're, I mean, one of your main guys, the folks that brought you here, is Grimici. Grimici, yeah. So. When did that come up, and when did you sort of say, "Well, gosh, maybe I could like keep maybe I this, could do up. this"? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Grimichi came to me after the outside article came out, like online about, uh, I think mostly about that hairstyles and attitudes ascent in Eldo, and um, yeah. So he, Kenuto, uh, the head guy there, came to me with an email, and I was like, "Oh, hell yeah, for sure," you know. And yeah, we talked. He flew me out to LA, and we like had this like real official meeting and yeah so it's it's happening that was it like you didn't you didn't like go looking no no yeah i mean uh yeah i mean it just seemed like a pretty good deal you know i'm like kenuto is an awesome guy i mean he's like he's my boss but he's also like a good friend and uh you know i I met everyone at the company and you know it's kind of a smaller company and you know it's like i've met everyone there and, and they they got a good deal going so um yeah it's cool yeah well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm psyched. I'm psyched. Yeah, we're all we're all pretty stoked. I mean, that doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, like where where you don't you kind of don't have to do anything. Yeah, to at least get the contact. You don't have to hustle too hard. Yeah, I really didn't. It was cool. Right. Yeah, you just came to me. It was nice. it was awesome. Yeah, nice. So, um, yeah, we get we have a pro. We, they you know they uh, they um, hired Shane Lempe and uh, Ben Ditto to to shoot the triple link up, and they're going to mm-hmm. come out with a little film oh, on cool. it. And, cool. Yeah, so we're we're doing some work together. Nice. Yeah. Now, did it was it helpful that you were a, a California kid? Um. Or did it matter? Because aren't they really California mattered. kind of California? Yeah, yeah, company? they're they're kind of more or less based out of LA. Right. Yeah, okay. So, cool. Yeah. Right. I don't I don't think that really did anything for me. Uh-huh. Um. You know, Dan Krause, a good buddy of mine, a photographer, he shot photos for them, and he he kind of put me in touch with, or he he dropped my name to Canuto, and then Canuto emailed me so yeah i i, I definitely uh owe dan big for that so right yeah. on yeah cool well i mean you kind of seem like a little bit sort of seat of your pants kind of guy mm. and uh so what what's going on now you're gonna be you're sort of on the grimichi's mm-hmm. team whatever you want to call it yeah you're up in squamish at the moment up in squamish yep. yeah yeah so i mean you've got some films coming out you're like yep. You're you're yeah. you're on the like cusp of being a climbing superstar. Well, yeah, I mean, um, uh, these dudes from Rock and Ice came out too, and I, I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure if it's going to happen yet, but they got some amazing photos. They sent a writer out there, and they're right. going to possibly do like a multi-page spread. And I was like, whoa, cool. 
And uh, so that'll be awesome. That's going to come out like in the winter, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, Squamish is awesome. And then I'm going to live in Vegas again for the winter. Okay, cool. And uh, yeah, Tallinn, my girlfriend, she does like a graphic design and she, you know, she's like a, an amazing artist. So she's kind of doing her own like passionate career thing she, she's got going. And yeah, so we're both pretty stoked. Damn. So, yeah. Yeah. Living yeah, yeah. the damn dream. Living the dream. Yeah. That's... Still, you know, still definitely kind of dirtbagging, but uh with a little bit of a higher class gear bag now. Yeah, so. so I guess we'll wrap this up with asking you: uh, Is this like legitimizing anything with your folks? Um, yeah, I think they're 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 more psyched, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, you know, I'm not going to be you doing this when I'm like you know 40, so I got to f- figure out something to do. But uh, yeah, yeah, they're psyched. They're really psyched. Yeah, um, yeah, they're actually coming up to Squamish. I'm going to show them show them around. So, cool. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Well, cool, Brad. Yeah. Thanks for sitting Dude, I'm down. I'm psyched man. to finally do this with you. I know we've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, I listened yeah. to like six. Po- I listened to six of these on the way up to Squamish. So, really? Yeah. yeah. That's not good, dude. Yeah. You got to cut it off. Yeah. There, so. Yeah. By the end, I was kind of a little fried, yeah. but it was good. So <laughs> the, the theme song comes on, you're like, oh god. Hey man, gonna, what's uh, what's going on? He's gonna spray yeah. spray yeah. for five minutes about nothing, and then yeah, I get to do man. Wow, that's a big place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what that's from? What? So this is Spinal Tap, a movie that came out before uh, you were born. Okay. Yeah, huh. So, cool. Anyway. Yeah, I like that. Cool. Well, thanks for sitting down. All right. Cool, man. Good talking to you. All right. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Brad for sitting down. You see what I mean? You guys feel better about climbing right now, don't you? Don't you feel like, man, sounds like a lot of fun what he does. Sounds like a lot of fun. Maybe not the soloing or the hitting the ground. That doesn't sound like that much fun. But, you know, the whole vibe. His zeitgeist, his milieu, if you will. You know, his his gestalt is fun. Can a gestalt be fun? I don't know. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Remember that if you want to help out the NormaCast, there's easy ways to do so. Go to normacast.com and click on the Help Out tab. A bunch of stuff you can do to help out with the promotion of this project. Used to be a little project. Now it's actually kind of a big project. Also remember that if you care to donate, the listeners are still the main financial backer of this thing called the NormaCast. If you I've been listening if it's been getting you through the boring parts of your day, the parts of life that we have to do but we don't really want to, then consider uh, kicking down a little bit something for it. Whatever you feel like handing the Enormacast would be awesome. Just click on the donate button at the website and get into it. All right. It's been cool here in the morning in Colorado for the last couple weeks, maybe about a week really. But that's good. That just uh, is the harbinger of the good climbing conditions. I don't know what it's like where you are, but we're rolling into the fall, which most climbers I know, when you talk about fall, their eyes roll back in their head a little bit and they get sort of a wistful look on their face. So that's coming up, folks. And remember, as you're getting out there, getting after it, work on your safety. Signals people, talk to each other about what's going to happen, what is happening, what will happen. And of course, remember to check your knot.
if I were to ask you what your philosophy of life or your creed, what would that be? Have a good time all the time. That's my philosophy, Marty.